<laughs> well, uh, if I can find a bleep that's loud enough. If not, we got no intro bit this week. But hey, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Radio Free Bill Cosby. That's another idea. I'm not I even going to correct you. That's yeah. Radio Free. It's like Radio Free Europe or whatever. Yeah, except it's this, and he's already been freed. Yeah, and we're like, we're just like, good call. Unfortunately, this is the last episode of <laughs> our long-running radio series. <laughs> I would have just kept it going, been like that. Exactly what I would have done. Free him even more. Yeah, let's get him some more freedom. Sense what else can we give him? You know what we should do is lock him back up, but put women in there too. Give Bill Cosby a pilot's license. I want the freedom of the <laughs> skies. <laughs> give Bill Cosby wings. That's what we need. Yeah, spread them around the world. Anyway, um, what movie are we doing this week? Independence. Oh wait, Day. actually, who are we sponsored by? Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> this is Your Parents Watch This, the podcast, and we're brought to you by the Podcast Network, Comedy Here Often. So thanks f- to that, to them for that. Yep. And also, uh, what movie are we doing? Uh, this week we're doing uh, Independence Day. came out in 1996. Stars a man named Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, and another more forgettable, forgettable man named Bill Pullman. Um, <laughs> I don't know him at all. He was the president in this movie, so... Oh, well, I thought he did a good job. I thought now, he did a fine job, but listen, also no Jeff Goldblum or Will Smith. No? What do you mean, no Jeff Goldblum? I mean, he isn't as good as those guys are. Oh, I thought you meant they weren't in this movie, No, actually. they were in this movie, actually. Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> we were supposed to have a guest this week, right? Yeah, we were supposed to have a guest. And then guess what? We don't now, so... You know why that is? No one's... Heat wave. Yeah. So Another no, one. <laughs> nobody's here to do the heavy lifting this week. Yeah, no, just me and Brad talking about a movie that we have no personal connection to. Neither Welcome of us know to the, the regular plot, show. And our brains have been being microwaved for the last five days. Yeah, um, we should have done a movie relevant, more relevant to how hot it is right now. Well, for the listeners who don't know, this is the hottest our city has been in uh, 80 years. We're sitting in a basement. And it's yeah. still pretty hot. We're still sweating. This movie's pretty relevant to how hot it is because it also makes me want to fly a plane into it, an alien ship. Yeah? Yeah. Except I wouldn't have escaped in 30 seconds. I would have just let the tactical nuke take me. Who escaped? Nobody escaped. At the end of the movie, they escaped. Oh, he did escape. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Try to keep up. Sorry, I thought pot. you were talking about the guy who suicide bombed. Yeah, I'm, I was at first, but then I changed who I was talking Good about. Good call. Yeah, nice yeah, call yeah. on that. Thank you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, so this movie it falls into a category that I like to call, it's us versus them, and they look weird. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's exactly what this was. Like, this was this was just an excuse to, like, I feel like they probably ran out of doing, like, World War II movies at this point. Yeah. And, like, Vietnam movies are, like, way too sad. Yeah. They're like, what's another war where we were the good guys? Oh, there wasn't any? How about we'll invent one where there's aliens? Yeah. I also have another idea for the genre. Um, it's, like, propaganda or allegory. Whatever you, know what you want. <laughs> because, like, either in these movies when they start, you always know you're, like, either... We're going to fetishize doing imperialism or uh, it's going to be the aliens doing imperialism to us and we're going to think that's bad. Yeah, I love that. How we think it's bad. How yeah. we're either like the aggressors or like, hey, stop it. And like there's just that complete disconnect between. Yeah. Isn't this what we did th- in the last couple of wars? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we kind of like the aliens in uh, Vietnam? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm glad it turned into a, a pro getting them. 
Well, yeah, no, thing. I liked it because this is like the kind of movie like this falls into the Red Dawn. Uh, we haven't covered it on the show yet for some reason, but we should soon uh, like Top Gun. Just that kind of type of movie where I'm well, fully Starship Troopers kind of less so s- with Starship Troopers because that one was at least a satire of war. But like the other two Top Gun and like Red Dawn, they were just straight American propaganda movies. Wait, did you put an SD card in? Yeah, it, oh. we're going. Um, but like they're straight American propaganda movies. And uh, I still liked them. I could still get into them. I was yeah. still, like, fucking at the edge of my seat at the end of it, you know? And, like, I, I rooted for all the main characters. I felt how they wanted me to felt. And at the end of the movie, I wanted to enlist. I wanted to them to bring back the draft, even yeah. it, it's even though it's peacetime, just to save me a couple of steps. It would be funny if they did a draft in peacetime. They're like, listen, everybody has to, like, sweep or something. Yeah, hey, we're just really short-staffed around here. We need every citizen to learn to drive one of those weird half-truck, <laughs> half-tractor things that I d- we, we all just, drive. We would like you to. <laughs> <laughs> So you were you got into this one is what you're telling me. This worked. I was super into this because like I mean this movie is kind of boring to watch. I forget who it might have even been Tosan, our alleged guest on the show. Yeah, Um, yeah. Shout him out anyway though. Yeah, check him out. Hey, you guys. I don't know his Instagram, but Tosan Fergane, one of the top up and coming comedians in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, was supposed to be on this podcast. One of the most unreliable comedians in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, One of the most. we're going to beat his ass when we see him comedians. Yeah, one of the comedians Edmonton who should most watch out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the most in danger comedians <laughs> in Edmonton. Um, oh, yeah, but he was saying that you kind of had to, like, buckle down for the first, like, half hour, 20 minutes of this movie before it to really get good. And I get it because, like, you know, Will Smith doesn't show up until 21 minutes into this movie. Yeah. And that whole time, I was like, wow, you know, Jeff Goldblum is not in this enough for me to keep watching. It's like this movie's kind of set up like a Tarantino movie, except not cool. Yeah, you're right, because, like, you can really see what they were trying to do, where they had, like, all the different plots going and then tried to bring them all together at the end in a way that was satisfying. But, like, you know what would have been way more satisfying is if they just cut all those guys out and made the movie about Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith being friends and hanging out. Yeah, or if it all almost worked and they all... Almost brought it all together, but then the pilot, who was a drunk driving pilot, like crashed and then ruined it. Yeah, he d- ended up actually for real nuking everybody on the tarmac yeah. as he almost accidentally did. Yeah, that would have been a good movie. That would have been really good. I thought this was one of the only movies where I didn't get pissed off at how long it was, but I also didn't like it still. Yeah, that's fair. It w- it was like I don't know. It didn't need to be as long as it was, and I think it probably would have been a better movie if it w- was shorter. But like. I also enjoyed a lot of the beats. Yeah, I mean, me too. Like I thought I thought it is a better long movie than Titanic. I haven't even seen Titanic, bro. That's like Yeah, I quit halfway Potentially through. one of the least interesting movies in the world to me just from a plot perspective. Yeah. I, I feel oh, like your I know boat's what it's about. sinking? Oh, no. oh, and you're in love? You know what oh. I would have done? Taking a fucking plane, dumbass. Yeah, I would have Ubered. Welcome to 2000. <laughs> I don't need a fucking boat for <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't even swim yeah titanic sucks dude they should have aliens in that movie yeah maybe yeah well i mean i think steven spielberg learned his lesson did he direct this he made avatar later on ah aliens that's Blue. true um no boat though uh you know 
We don't know what the second and third avatars have in store for us. Avatar 2, but it's just on the high seas. Yeah, and it's like the boat looks a lot like the boat from Titanic. The boat looks a lot like the boat from Captain Phillips. Wouldn't that be funny if they bring Somali pirates into the Avatar universe? Yeah, who would win? Hey, that brings me to a good question I had. Uh, Who do you think would be better at doing 9-11? The aliens or humans? Um... I mean, I feel like the humans have already proved themselves as plenty capable of doing 9-11. That's what I'm saying. But these aliens, they come in and they start leveling entire cities. That's pretty good, but, like, they're doing it... I don't know. That's a good question. I think to do an effective 9-11, you have to leave the whole city standing other than the two, the three towers, actually. Oh, wait. So you want to do... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were... I was confused. I thought you were pitching me a reverse 9-11 where you bombed everything <laughs> except for... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pitching you a, a 9-11 reenactment. Like, you know how people go to the park, they do Civil War reenactment? Yeah. Well, what I'm pitching is we go to other planets and do 9-11 there. That'd be pretty good. Them. I also just like the idea of doing 9-11 reenact. Like, whenever <laughs> there's a scheduled demolition, just be like, hey, can we, like, you know... Do a little celebration. Do you mind if I, like, lock myself in the stairwell and try to get out? I just want to know what my brothers and sisters went through. Yeah. I guess... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a it's something to chew on, anyways. Absolutely something to consider. Um, what were we talking about before? Oh, you know what I kind of liked? Yeah. Speaking of 9-11s, the aliens kind of made... made uh, they uh, forced the president's hand into 9-11ing himself. Where he uh, nuked them, like the alien ship over Dallas, but he hit a shield, mm-hmm. and then it like exploded and fucked up the city. Yeah, I mean that kind of is a uh, cell phone, a bit of a cell phone. But I I, I do like that they uh, were able to squeeze some fucking cell phones into a military propaganda movie. Like it's usually just like success after success after success. Yeah, everything just constantly works the whole time. Exactly, but to like you know accidentally fucking basically nuke yourself. It's not a bad strategy. Maybe, do you think that was, like, intentional? Like, to just make it seem a little less propagandy? Just have it, like, yeah, he, we we have one oopsie, and then we kill an entire alien race and liberate the planet. I think it was intentional, one, but not for that reason. I think it was just the president wanted to nuke Dallas, and he was doing it as an inside job. Sort yeah. of like 9-11. <laughs> he just saw an opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a big map of uh, Dallas divided up into different cities. <laughs> yeah, he was like... The only way to convince everybody to do a war against the aliens is if we do a false flag accidental nuke. We got to nuke Dallas, baby. What if that's what this movie was? Yeah, this is it it's not pro military, it's anti Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I, I like how like uh it's it's like supposed to be a futuristic alien war, but they're still like uh, sh- they still show like still shots of uh, all the heroic pictures from World War Two. Yeah, like those guys would have been able to help at all. Yeah, they should do that. Like they could have just pulled some guy off the beach at Normandy and been like, figure out this octopus face fucking thing. <laughs> After they blew up the uh, uh, alien ship, they should have had General Patton's face just like fade into the screen, <laughs> or like one of the really problematic ones. Yeah. I, don't, I can't even... He's One of the statue the generals. Yeah. <laughs> what a, Robert E. Lee's face painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see a propaganda movie that goes, like, really far back with the nationalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. man, I was thinking that would be kind of... like what Christopher if they- Columbus's face. <laughs> 
I just, uh, man, I was just thinking, like, what if, like, because the aliens fucking pull up, right? And they, like, take, they go to all, the, like, the major cities. What if, like, you know, because whatever, light takes time to travel. We're looking at the sun that's, you know, the sun that we're seeing is hundreds of years old or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, when you look directly at the sun. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's about stars, dude. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're looking at our Earth. What if our shit's, like, hundreds of years past? And they're just like they're looking at us now, and, but all they see is the Confederacy and its prime when it's <laughs> and that's why they invaded because well, they were pissed off about racism. Yeah, and that's why. But like, what if they just like ignored Washington and D.C. and just like pulled up to like Arkansas <laughs> and like South Dakota? It <laughs> <laughs> would have done a lot less damage. <laughs> just fucking laser beaming flat hills, and everyone's like, oh, wh- oh no, and then nothing happened. That yeah, was like let instead of a war effort we all just have to pretend to be sad oh man (laughs) (laughs) not dallas (laughs) i don't want anyone to think of a computer virus i want everyone to think of ways to make myself cry because it's going to be tough to act like i need all i need all hands on deck making a memorial speech for this bad boy yeah it's going to be tough to act like we're going to miss alabama Um, was there any one moment you could, cause like, this is a pretty popular movie. Mm. This movie honestly felt like we were going back to the nineties and watching what like transform, like their version of transformers, like their version of a Marvel movie. Like this w- was one of like the first big action summer blockbusters. Yeah. I guess like bef- kind of like, I think the fucking action alien crossover genre like morphed into what superheroes became. For it us. totally did. Totally did. Yeah. Because it's like that same level of epic shit. And even in the superhero ones, it's still about aliens a lot of the time. It's just now it's superheroes protecting them instead of the U.S. <laughs> Army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's like the superheroes protecting the U.S. Army. Which I don't, for me, me personally, I think the U.S. Army, they're the real superheroes. I think yeah. we got to, in the next, you know, in the you know next who phase like. of the Marvel Universe, I think it should just be uh, about the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Marines, Special Forces, uh, Etc. And Marvel needs to make Marvel needs to make their next movie about Chris Kyle, (laughs) the only actual superhero to ever have lived. Yeah. What if uh, somebody like Hawkeye misses a shot, and then and then Chris (laughs) Kyle's right behind him and like takes his bow and arrow in his hand, (laughs) and he's like, "I'll handle this, kiddo." Yeah. He he gives him like a noogie on the head, like he's a little scamp, and then Hawkeye goes and plays with a toy in the corner, and Chris Kyle just fucking loads one up and shoots it and when he's loading you it like you see thanos in the distance right and then there's like a tracking shot of the arrow flying through the air and then it just like for a second like you know how they do one frame and then that's how they like propaganda you in advertisement it's like one frame where it's just osama bin laden (laughs) and then it goes (laughs) goes right back to thanos that's the ultimate america movie that's it man and I feel like that's what we're leading up to. Yeah. Because that's like... I Chris f- Kyle I f- is General America. Yeah. He's <laughs> General America. <laughs> He's one rank higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would love that. That's what we're missing. Because, like, nobody wants, you know, new franchises. Like, who gives a fuck about Zero Dark Thirty and all, like, the new American propaganda movies? Yeah. They need to move into established franchises. Yeah, and start fucking with them. Exactly. But, like, late into the game. <laughs> like, yeah. late, late, late into it. So, like, to the point where, like, there's, you know, it's, it, millions of fans. And then you just go in, and now it's, like, Chris Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, bro. What if, like... W- w- I don't watch them, but, like, the one of the ones that never takes off their mask, what if... 
It's just like yeah. a daredevil movie, and he like he runs up really fast to the president after saving the world, and they're like, "Thanks, I don't know how to repay you." And then he takes off his mask, and it's Chris Kyle, and he's wearing full military gear under the spandex suit, also, and uh, he's like serving my country. That's enough. <laughs> that's all the payment I need. <laughs> serving my country and license to steal heroin yep. from people. Now ship me off to New Orleans in case something else happens down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that's the superhero movie? It's Hurricane Katrina and it's just actually what Chris Kyle did during Hurricane yeah, Katrina. But like with a superhero twist. <laughs> He's just wearing a cape and sniping citizens. Yeah, like he does the <laughs> Iron Man, you know, where he puts his hands out on either side and he flies on top of the convention center and just starts sniping civilians. Damn, dude. American Sniper is rife for ideas. Yeah, they really I don't know why they didn't make that a franchise. Me neither. <laughs> it just starts getting more nonsensical, like Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's what it should be. <laughs> Chris Kyle's fighting cyborgs and fucking going back in time. And yeah, that there has to be a time. Okay, flip. what about this? We find out who the best um, enforcer in the history of America is. And it's like Batman versus Superman. But instead of that, it's Chris Kyle versus Robocop. That would be an impossible battle. That would be like a brand new Alien vs. Predator franchise where they're just locked in perpetual battle. Mm. Well, I haven't seen that one, but th- we we got some ideas here anyways. A lot of ideas here. Uh, I liked it when they got a ra- radio signal from another world. Like I, I like when that happens in movies. I always imagine it's just like they're getting classic rock but it's like not better than Earth's classic rock. You yeah, know? it's just like some guy being like, I got too many fingers to play the guitar, baby. You're like, what is this? Have you heard this song before? <laughs> <laughs> I got a tail that's also my hair and it connects to other people's hair tails. <laughs> Sounds like the doors, but it's it's different. Yeah, um, yeah I'd love it because that makes sense, you know, because like the only thing that we're ever blasting off into space is like Beatles albums. And yeah, shit. like so like they probably just think that's how we communicate. Like Al- they, well, aliens aren't going to try to communicate with us. I don't think I think we're just going to overhear their like music blast in other spaceships. Like that's what it is. It's just like it's like when I drive my car and crank the music. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. When you're interrupting suburbia with you're just getting secondhand beats. Exactly. That You're probably <laughs> right. That is how it is. And they're like, what are they trying to say? And it's just yeah. fucking dead mouse. They're just listening. What if aliens did listen to our electronic music? And they were <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> aliens all listen to Skrillex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, this is futuristic. That's how they Dude. knew that we were ready for contact. They heard uh, dubstep and they were like, they're ready. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like if you're a techno guy and you find out that aliens are invading while playing your album, that's like... That's the peak in that genre. That's you know? all you want. You'll I never bet. win a Grammy as Skrillex, but what you will win is uh, the affections of the alien race. If aliens ever did invade, you know there'd be at least one guy who would be like, "Wait, let me. T- I need to talk to them." And he just like has a Skrillex some like album. local SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, He's like, exactly. "Let me spit for you guys." <laughs> <laughs> Man, somebody spit for us in Winnipeg. When oh, was how was there. it? It was. Um, the thing about like when someone spits for you is it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because you're so excited to have a guy rapping to you that you're just like, man, I love this. Right. Like I didn't even hear the words he said. I was just fired up. That's awesome. I when somebody raps in front of me, I just feel like I'm. it's like the same as when I'm locked into them telling a story. Yeah. You know, like this could be bad. This could be good. But either way, I can't leave until he's done. 
Yeah, I mean, I I prefer it to stories, honestly, because stories, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna have a happy ending. But when you're rapping, I'm like, you can. There's unlimited possibilities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. He could say literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. You know what part I really liked in this movie? Yeah. Or actually, kind of whole uh, through line was Will Smith's cigar thing. Yeah, I thought that was good. It's like he's a. Uh, yeah, I thought it was nice. What did you think about it? I just I, I liked that little ritual they established at the beginning where like they handed out cigars to all of all the army guys before they fucking all died in the first offensive. Yeah. But I mean, then Will Smith captured the alien. And you know what I fucking loved? Hmm. The part that made this a blockbuster, the summer blockbuster for me. What? Where he punched the alien in the face killed him in one shot yeah <laughs> and then what did he say? just like it turns out we don't have to worry about these guys as much as we thought yeah it's actually just i have the fix actually <laughs> i understand why they needed that force field. it's fairly low tech can, and it's hitting yeah it turns out you don't have to bill cosby them to death you just yeah. punch him to death but i love that he was just like welcome to earth and then it's just like and then you're like yes <laughs> nine on rotten tomato 90 on rotten tomatoes baby yeah, I thought taking that the was family good. to see this every every Fourth of July for the rest of our lives. But then at the end of the movie, um, when they were like, um, you know, fucking up in the alien spaceship, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith, they start smoking their cigars, and he's like, uh, but I forget, <laughs> I, I didn't write down what he says, but he was just like, yeah, this is how you know, because that's like, this is how I like to celebrate a job completed, you know, job yeah. well done. And it's like, is that how you like last time you celebrated like that? All of your friends died. Are you sure <laughs> this is what you want to be doing? Maybe you need a new new activity. Yeah. Will. I like to think that uh, if this was the Canadian military, they would do that same thing. But with cigarettes, because cigars wouldn't be in the budget. Yeah. They'd yeah. Be too expensive to get everybody cigars. Every so platoon just like splits a pack. Yeah. They'd give you one cigarette and they're yeah. like, don't smoke this until the fat lady sings. <laughs> I didn't like how many times he said not until the fat lady sings. Like, we get that it's sports. Yeah, it's America. We hear you. Also, I don't think that was like a thing that was happening at sports games. Fat lady singing? Absolutely not. How would you get her on the field? <laughs> In time. She'd have to <laughs> jog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I, I don't think that would... Uh, well, I mean, that's like a fucking opera reference. But also... Oh. Um, just mix it up a little because i get that they were trying to have like a cool catchphrase for him to keep singing and that's not it yeah, you know yeah. there's a lot of other things shows not over till it's over like that sucks but it's a little bit cooler yeah i like that one because it's like oh this guy's real nonchalant about his word choice exactly but like he heard somebody say it's not over till the fat lady sings and he consciously was like i like that yeah i'm gonna keep saying this forever well i like sayings that sound like you fucked it up at the like while you're saying it so it's not over till it's over is great because, like, otherwise it just sounds like you rehearsed it too much. Like, I feel like in a real situation where I did something cool, which obviously happens to me all the time, yep. I would, like, my mind would be racing too much to, like, get out a perfect catchphrase. You know, I'd fuck it up a little. I'd be like, I'd stutter it or something. It's not over till it's over. I, like, you're just, like, trying to remember it. You're like, it's not a... Mm, Fuck, I got no punchline for this Can one. Can you call my mom, actually? I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I think it might be pretty close to over. <laughs> I can't think of the end of my I saying. would like to go home now. How long do you think the Pentagon has had a space office? 
Because I like to imagine that's like one of the first offices. Yeah, like before they could even go to space, they were just like, oh, I'm manifesting right yeah, now. Yeah, like before the Declaration of Independence, they just had guys whose job it was to look at space. Yeah, just check out the moon and keep an eye on things. Yeah, look at that shit and make sure it doesn't fall down. Yeah. Man, that was another fucking plot point I loved about this movie was that uh, the aliens were attacking, like they were coming from the moon. Yeah. And it was kind of implied that they were attacking because we set foot on the moon. Oh, I didn't know that. It was literally just a turf war. <laughs> That's so it awesome. Had oh, I guess they were also attacking because they wanted to take over Earth because it had optimal conditions. But they did come from the moon. Yeah. And uh, I thought they needed the resources, too. I mean, yeah, sure. They can have them. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Yeah, I think it's funny that this movie like predicted uh, that Donald Trump would start a real space force. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But what did they call it in this movie? The space space defense. It was like space office. Space office is almost is honestly better than space force. But like the thing with space force is, I can't think of something else to name it. Yeah, because well, like I, you already kind of committed to that. That um, you know, uh, I would call them Laura Croft's Moon Raiders. Laura Croft's Moon Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hot, man. I would have. I think. Honestly, all of them would have been preferred to call If I was that. in charge of the military, I would call them Laura Croft's Moon Raiders, and they'd all have to have big, giant titties. <laughs> it's just part of the suits. It's for safety reasons. We don't do bulletproof vests. We do something way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're, uh, you know, being in space is going to go to your head. So they're we're still bulletproof, some... but it's going to be fun for the enemies to look yeah, at. Yeah, they're also. bulletproof, but also they have a little sexy twist to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, like, the president's so chill in, at the start of this movie. Like, it really just seems like a fucking, like, a party president. Like, a president that would sit around the campfire and tell you stories. Yeah, this president was chill as hell. I like that he was in war, but didn't make a big deal about it. Yeah, he was wearing his bathrobe for the start of the war. Yeah, that was really good. Um, He was also a pretty good talker. I don't know, man. I also like that uh, when they wanted to evacuate the White House, he was like, uh-uh, I gotta make an address. I know uh, one president who wouldn't have done that. I don't know who you're referring to. Uh, it was so long ago. President Hillary Clinton. <laughs> president Clinton. <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? We try and go back and pretend like Hillary was president these last four years. That's what I do. I just tell people she was. You can do that. It doesn't I don't matter. know if you're remembering things right. Yeah, what you're do you like, mean orange man bad? Yeah, that's fake news, dude. <laughs> orange that he ran as a joke. I yeah. still believe that. That <laughs> <laughs> was just to promote his TV show, The Apprentice. Yeah, you guys seen it? <laughs> um but yeah, no, I liked that president. I thought he did a good job in this movie. He I don't think the safe. president's allowed to own a bathrobe in real life. Like, I picture the president sleeps in his suit in a coffin like Dracula. Man, he, there, I, I hear you. Because, like, there was a scene where he went to go visit uh, somebody in the hospital. And he was just, like, wearing kind of, it, it wasn't like, it was business casual. You know, he had, like, his fucking button-down shirt, like, tucked into his khakis. And that just, like, didn't put me at ease. Can you imagine a president with khaki shorts? I won't. He's wearing flip-flops and khaki shorts, and he's giving an address to the nation. Imagine, what if Joe Biden had flip-flops, khaki shorts, a hey y'all, and a jewel? But he still wore his signature aviator sunglasses? But he, yeah, and the top is still suit. Honestly, would you that's like on him brand. More? That's on brand for what I expect from Joe Biden at this point. I would like him to lean into it a little bit more. Yeah, Joe Biden's really uh, becoming a leftist, wearing cargo shorts. 
Never yeah. leaving his mom's basement, smelling like shit. That's exactly what he should do. Joe Biden's next uh, State of the Union address should just be on a Reddit comment. <laughs> <laughs> he does should. a Reddit AMA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The State of the Union AMA. Yeah. Or just like an Instagram story, like one of those v- vague ones that oh, rappers post. You know what he should do is uh, screenshot a notes message and post that <laughs> to Twitter. That's what it should be. Man, when the war with China starts, like he's just going to post on his story a black screen with like too many fakes in this world. <laughs> too many fakes, too many snakes. <laughs> Something about like trimming the grass so the snakes get shown. You Maybe know? that's what we need. Maybe instead of diplomacy, we just need like white girl fucking shade tactics on Instagram. Just like I thought I had so many friends, but yeah. I guess not. Sometimes those closest to you are the... How much gossip do you think there is in, like, the geopolitical space? Like, do you think Trudeau's, like, calling up some president of somewhere to, like, bitch about, like, Biden? Ten million percent (laughs) I do, yes. He's supposed to be my best friend. He calls Xi Jinping, and he's like, I just don't know what's wrong with this guy. Trudeau, yeah, Trudeau calls uh, Xi Jinping, and then he's like... uh, He's like, he's supposed to be my best friend, but I don't know. We just always do what he wants to do. <laughs> it just seems like he's always in charge. He's so bossy. <laughs> he always makes me go over to his house. Like, why don't you ever come to Parliament, Joe Biden? Yeah, actually, uh, it turns out Mean Girls was an allegory for geopolitics. I mean, it kind of is. Like, how many, literally every single, uh, I guess, like, structure, every job I've had every, since I've been doing comedy, like, all the times I've had to deal with people, it all reverts back to the way you had to in high school. Yeah. It's all the same shit. Everyone has, you know, crowds and you know there has to be like who do you think like the popular world leaders are? Is it the G seven or do you think that there's like No, I think those ones are like the nerds. Like I think uh all the other leaders like hang and they have like cool parties. Yeah. And the G seven is just like just a glass of wine with dinner for me. <laughs> yeah, you're you're <laughs> probably right. They're probably like the guys who you know are gonna go on to big things in high school, but like you also would not invite them to your party. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. their moms advise them to snitch is the type of people they are. Yeah, like they vape as a health choice. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the other world leaders vape just because they love blowing clouds. Yeah, they like the way it feels. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that is what it's like. <laughs> I think that's how wars start, too. Somebody's just pissed off at the other one about, like, stealing their girlfriend or something. Yeah. Um, Every movie that's about, like, that has a president in it always acts like the press is running away with a story. Like, they always act like the press doesn't just, like, work for the president. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny to me that, like, some people don't realize that like each guy who's trying to be president just has their own news guys yeah i love that they don't li- nobody ever checks to see who owns newspapers yeah yeah, yeah everybody's <laughs> like i wouldn't worry about it <laughs> i assume the washington post is owned by washington oh no jeff bezos yeah hmm, weird they're like these this newspaper is not related to this political candidate because its first name is bloomberg and his last name is bloomberg that's a mere coincidence yeah a coincidence, if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that rocks. But um, also, that's kind of what it is in real life, too. Like, did you see when uh, uh, one of the reporters at, like, a press conference was trying to ask Biden about Israel? And he was like, oh, I'd like to yeah. step in front of my car or whatever. I fucking loved that, dude. <laughs> that guy's such a badass, man. He's like, he's got bits, but he's like, 
I don't know. He's just also got like a mental illness. Well, yeah, he's got like that grandpa kind of energy where he's like quick at times, but like in a very 1960s sort of way. Yeah, he's quick on the riff, but like as soon as you give him a statement, he's like, uh, what the fuck? Exactly. I, I can't read. But he can rely on his reflexes, his, his instincts, yeah. be it as violent and sexist and racist as they may be. But yeah, he can I mean, fucking that man can fire from the hip. Did you see the other day that him and Trudeau were like riffing about uh, how there's a Canadian team and an American team in the cup finals? And like he he was doing it as they bombed Syria again. God damn. I like a, I like a president who can compartmentalize. I like a president who. Uh, yeah. I like a guy who can bomb Syria with a little bit of presidential class. He's just like doing it to have an alibi. Like that's like going to rob somewhere and leaving your phone at home playing a podcast. <laughs> you're just like no i was here you didn't hear this american life for two hours <laughs> you're like i was doing something else dude <laughs> i was listening <laughs> actively uh that's always what i think about if i ever need to do a crime i'll just leave my phone playing a podcast somewhere yeah i would just loudly announce that i was going to the grocery store yeah yeah that's what <laughs> i would do <laughs> you're just in a full balaclava yeah i'll, I'll be back i need meat <laughs> I'm going to um, go check what vegetable is the best, one by one. I think the good thing about all these movies coming out in the 90s, like uh, this and fucking the Alien movie and all that shit, is like all the presidents from our generation, by the time one uh, one like is old enough to run for president, they're just going to know all the warning signs of alien attacks. Oh, they're going to be excellent at alien attacks. I feel like all of our future presidents after Independence Day have... Like, no excuse to not give the most inspirational speeches in times of crisis. Yeah, I think this movie taught our parents um, that if the radar ever fucks up, just call 911. Yeah, call it. You're done. <laughs> Don't even worry about it anymore. Because every single alien movie, they're like, oh, no, the radar is fucked up. And then they don't ever expect anything. Like, <laughs> you guys haven't seen any of these movies, have you? <laughs> but I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like if you're a future president watching this movie... Like, you have no excuse to be a bad president after this. Yeah, like mean, this guy holds it down. That's he holds the one it down thing about him. the whole movie. He adm he makes mistakes, but you know what? He admits when he did, and then he fires his secretary of defense over it. He passes that plane, <laughs> yeah. and that's what a leader does. <laughs> that's classic politics. And then he gets in a plane, and he fucking shoots up the alien spaceship. So, like, I'd like to see Obama do that. Instead, he expanded the drone program, so he didn't even have to do that. Yeah, I mean... Their spaceships are going to be so fucked when they see our tiny spaceships. Yeah. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be furious. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, they went in a completely different direction than we yeah, did. <laughs> gonna be like, we went with the big ass route. Oh, I saw you went the little ass route. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> our big ass shit's too big to hit your little ass shit. Yeah, and your little ass shit can fit through our big ass force field. <laughs> That's actually a good strategy. Yeah, make your shit little. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We got to fucking appeal to the G7. What if like... Call Justin Trudeau. Hey, bro, we've been making our shit way too big. World War Three is just going to be fought with like mini guns, like tiny little guns. I would love that. It's going to be like Assassin's Creed where they have the blade in their wrist, except I, with all your fingers and they're going to be guns. I hope that's what World War Three is. I hope it's really cool and yeah. very much like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going pretty far back, actually, yeah, for World War Three. I'd like to bring back the crossbow for historical accuracy. I'd like to I'd like to just have guys leaping off of buildings, taking out 
whoever. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of hiding in hay bales in World War Three yeah, for some reason. Yeah, it, World War Three won't be fought with missiles and guns, but with hidden blades and swords. That, I think we need to elect an Amish president, because then that would happen. He'd be like, listen, no fucking technology. Everybody fight with swords. Everyone's getting chickens. We all just start farming. Agriculture goes crazy. Or when did the Amish, like, stop with their technology? Because they might not even be sword guys. They might be earlier than that, guys. They might be, like, sharpened rock guys. Do you think the Amish or just like picked a point where like we're done or do you think that they're like purposely kind of lagging behind be like let's see how this shit goes and like <laughs> like they're gonna get the iphone in like 400 years yeah exactly like they're just like you know they're easing into it they're gonna they're gonna get pong pretty quickly soon i think the amish are just like a cautious people yeah they're just caught like they're gonna start installing arcade like they're gonna have 80s tech pretty soon is what i'm imagining they're just dipping their toe in the water yeah they have horse-drawn carriages and deloreans yeah, I like to imagine that the Amish are like, okay, we're going to live like the cavemen, but dress like the Puritans. <laughs> I wish I wish we could dress like Puritans. We could, dude. We should. We just need a wool outfit. Not in this weather. Cap. Not in this fucking melty weather. A couple of oxen. Actually, you probably don't even need to wear like anything specific if you just have oxen. Everybody would be like, that's a man from the past. <laughs> oh, is that a cow? No, sorry. It's an oxen. You know what I noticed in this movie? Like, Too many action heroes say, then God help us as a response to questions. And it's like, like if that was me, like I, I don't know. I would just realize my plan had some holes in it. I'd go back to the drawing board. Like if that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Well, someone's yeah. always like, "How are we gonna like get into the spaceship?" And he's like, "Fucking, I don't know. God, God help us." Well, Mr. President, I think you should go back to the drawing board on that plan. Mr. President, you have the greatest scientists in the world at your disposal. Mr. President, I have a lot more questions for you. <laughs> That was another good part about this movie. That was when I realized, like, this is just straight war propaganda, was when they uh, pulled up. So the president, like, pulls up at Area 51, and, like, uh, he gets a tour of all, like, the secret alien tech they've been working on. Yeah, I loved that plot twist, too. They're, like, like they're just like, hey, aliens, we've known about them forever. And then who would have thought in 2020 that happened? Yeah. In the news. We've known. Yeah. We've heard. But, um, no, I, I just really liked that part where... Uh, um, they were like dissecting the alien and like also that was another part I really liked dissecting the alien and like taking apart like he was wearing like some bio exosuit and then they opened that up and so revealed the real alien on the inside who looked like soft and weak mm-hmm. so that was just kind of like a nice one haha <laughs> go humans yeah um, but and then the scientist got murdered and then Will Smith the general had to handle everything of course which I that's America to a T you know yeah. fuck science we got, have you seen how many fighter jets we've been investing into? That is like a very popular choice in propaganda movies. Like the the one voice of reason dies and then they're like, all right, we're going fucking nuclear yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because that was really the one thing stopping it. <laughs> like it's time to get to business. Yeah, exactly. Now that that's out of the way. The business of guns and nukes. The business of killing our scientists to further I policy. Th- I think there should be more movies where the only option is nukes. I would like to see people adopt that philosophy. Yeah, but it, it, in movies where it's like there's lots of other options. Yeah. Like for you, the audience, to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, just like in Cars 3, they just like Lightning McQueen has to nuke one of his rivals. Yeah, or like bring it into a rom-com. He like, like knows he's faster, but he still nukes them anyways. Just yeah. To, he's like, we need to do a show of force. <laughs> we have to nuke radiators. <laughs> 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 Mr. President, 
we've hit the target. <laughs> now, now my president guy is the advisor to the president. Yeah. That's sort of an allegory for how <laughs> politics is. Uh, I got to piss. Yeah, okay. You know what was the guy that I did kind of like in this movie that I almost wish got a little bit more screen time in this uh, nonsense movie of pointless characters? Mm-hmm. Um, was the older drunk guy, the Vietnam vet? Yeah, I love that guy. I was just about to bring him up. That guy was a lot of fun. Like right off the top where he was getting – everybody was like accusing him of being insane. Uh, because he, uh, yeah, he kept saying he got probed by an alien. Now, my question about that is if your friend got probed by an alien, like now, would you make fun of him or would that be problematic in this day and age? I would believe them. I think it would be problematic if you didn't believe them. I would only believe them in this me too era. I'd only believe them if it was a woman, (laughs) if it was a man, I'd be like, that's the patriarch. Come on, bro. Yeah. You weren't really, you were probed by god at birth to run the world that's <laughs> what i would say and you need to check your privilege your privilege your privilege boom anyway what were you gonna say about him nothing i just i mean mostly that i just thought it was uh i i really liked that character arc i felt bad for him when uh all, all the people at the bar were uh you know attacking this poor drunken man who has been probed by aliens yeah um yeah i thought it was I thought that guy was awesome because, like, no, like, who's drunk driving a plane? That was the other thing. Too. Well, actually, and then I thought, like, I think drunk driving a plane is probably easier than drunk driving a car until you have to land it, and at which point it's way harder. Because, like, if you're just, so like, in the air, out in the it does all scheme. even. Yeah, I guess it's probably equally as hard. <laughs> because, like, in the air, you know, like, w- what are you going to hit? Yeah, and I think most planes have autopilot too. Yeah, well, his definitely—he he had like an old biplane. If any plane doesn't have autopilot, it's for sure that one. Yeah, but even then, it's like I don't know—you just gotta fucking not crash exactly. But yeah, exactly. Like you can go left because that's what happens when you drunk drive. Is like, uh oh, you veer left into oncoming traffic. But you know what happens if you veer left in the sky? You More just, sky, baby. You yep. Just keep going. You do a barrel roll, yep. and everyone's like, that was fucking sick. Wow, and he's hammered. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about planes, right? That's why it's easier to drunk drive them is because you can do a barrel roll. Yeah, exactly. If you do a barrel roll in a car, you're fucked. How do you think barrel rolls were invented? Uh, barrel, I think. Yeah, one guy got hammered and just was like, oh, yeah, I, I call that a barrel roll. He's like, I'm too drunk to move this barrel. Let's roll this bad boy. Yeah, and then somebody was like, this is fun. <laughs> I would like to be in that barrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think when they do a barrel roll in a plane, they're imagining that they're in a barrel? I think that's probably how they're taught. Do you yeah. think that like in Air Force school, there's just like a diagram of a barrel rolling on a whiteboard? <laughs> and like airplane pictures corresponding underneath yeah they're like think like this yeah all right we're gonna break this down for you real simple what if they do a demonstration like your instructor comes out rolling a barrel and he's like you probably think this has nothing to do with class today huh? <laughs> we got a little bit of an interactive lesson for you this week yeah go out on the tarmac roll a barrel down <laughs> like this cost us twenty thousand dollars in taxpayer money to do yeah it's like a gold barrel yeah. for some reason <laughs> solid gold <laughs> But I also love that they just like that was another very American scene where they were like rounding up all the uh, um, uh, people to come fight in the war effort against the aliens, which mm. like absolutely they would do that. That's just that's a draft, baby. That's business as usual. Yeah. Um, but then they like uh, they get the um, old drunk pilot and he's like still drunk. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're good. 
And then they like bring him into the briefing, and I'm just fucking laughing because it's like, all right, these, so this is a nuclear missile. <laughs> and this is the button that shoots yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, just that's the most American like, thing I've ever seen. It's just giving, like, that's why we have so many nukes. So each man, woman, and child can have one like when they, they should need one. They treat him like I treated my slightly less drunk friend at every party. Just like, okay, so here's the keys. Yeah. This yeah. is how you turn it on. Exactly. Like, <laughs> handle this for me. Yeah, yeah. You are, right now, you are the expert. <laughs> yeah. And we need you. You're the closest thing we got to a guy who knows how to do this. Look, I know that you've done this 20 years ago in Vietnam. You're going to have to do it again today. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing. All my friends, the last time they drove was 20 years ago in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, Vietnam was in 2001. I only hang out with like 90-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, I liked when the they're like, now what do we do? The president's like, address the nation. It's like, what are you even going to say? You don't even know why they're here. You're like, uh, hey, these guys either might want lunch or they might want to kill everybody. Anybody, anyway, just chill. I mean, that's literally what he said. I, I did really like the news reports where they were like, hey, don't shoot at the aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might cause interstellar war. That's really American <laughs> as hell. That's what that's because like that's been a problem lately. I've been hearing about in America, like on Fourth of July and shit specifically when people will celebrate by shooting uh, their guns in the air. Yeah, the thing that people forget when they do that is the bullet comes down. Bullet comes down, but like, it, hopefully that's far away. I've even heard people who are like, hey, when you shoot in the air, because of course you're going to, uh, <laughs> don't shoot straight up, angle it ever so slightly so it doesn't come right back down and hit you. And it's like, it's still going back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> terrible advice because you angle it and now all of a sudden you're just lobbing bullets at your neighbor. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, maybe that's just like a very, you know casual way to do war that's actually how jfk died he was uh driving in his car on the fourth of july and some guy four miles away was like let's celebrate pew, pew, pew. yeah it wasn't uh, lee harvey oswald but it also wasn't anyone suspicious it lee was harvey oswald guy. was there and trying to kill him but it was a separate <laughs> guy <laughs> it was what we said is how he actually died yeah lee harvey oswald actually missed <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then he was shot by a man four miles away <laughs> just rather excited <laughs> he was having a great day yeah um but yeah no that's how that's i feel like that's how what they should do today to get people to stop doing that just be like hey you know you know how we've always been saying stop shooting in the air well coincidentally we have also just admitted that aliens exist and we think you should stop doing that as to not cause interstellar war yeah, what do you like, think of that Texas? we have been murdering aliens for seven hundred thousand years yeah i feel like that's a good like <laughs> we think they're gearing up to do something if you guys don't stop shooting in the air well all the woke guys are getting guns now so like probably that's gonna be what they go with once like uh it's fully transitioned like woke once guys are gonna be such bad gun owners man what do you mean by that? They're just going to get killed with their guns locked up in their safes, <laughs> untouched, perfectly pristine condition. <laughs> they're going to get killed with their guns in their hands because they're making sure you don't have any like any uh, things that would make it a hate crime to shoot <laughs> you. <about. laughs> like just interviewing you before they shoot you. They're like, tell me about yourself. How did you grow up? What's your socioeconomic yeah, yeah, yeah. situation? Are you doing this to feed your... Do you have any kids? <laughs> Yeah, I think woke guys are going to be, well, I think they're going to be not good owners in the sense of, like, safety, but good gun owners in the sense of, like, getting a lot of use out of them. 
because like we're just gonna feel wronged all the time and then just start shooting people that's true we're gonna shoot people for way dumber reasons you know like because all the all the right-wing gun owners like you cut them off in traffic and they'll like kill you but now it's just gonna be twitter beefs getting people fucking murdered that's gonna be awesome i don't even see a downside with that i think that's probably that's what we've been gearing up to quite frankly yeah i think you tweet like a bitch you get shot like a bitch <laughs> dude that's what i every time i go on twitter i have the thought like oh i should get a gun i should find out where this guy lives <laughs> I should teach him a lot. I don't think he would say that those 140 characters to my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you'd spell that in front of me. <laughs> I liked the smoker voice guy. I thought that was fun. Which like, smoker voice guy? The assistant in like the fucking radar hole. Like the scientist that keeps talking to him all the time. Which guy? I don't know, man. If you don't know the guy, then let's just not. I talk don't know about the guy because I don't know him enough to explain him to you. I'm sorry, man. There's a guy with a cigarette voice who I wish would have been featured more prominently. <laughs> <laughs> you just you, you were just excited to have representation. Well, no, it was like a super aggressive one. It was like the old lady cigarette voice. He's like, "Hi, sweetie," and uh, I just thought it was nice that they didn't address it at all. Like, I feel like, oh yeah, they just no, let I, him talk like that. I know who you're talking about, and I also just like remember that throwing me off a little bit. Like, I think more movies should have a guy that sounds like that. I think that should be what Scooby-Doo sounds like. Yeah, I'd like to see more kids' characters sound like that, so that way kids know that, hey, you shouldn't be afraid of guys who talk like that. Yeah, you should hang out with them. Go over to their house, see what they're up to. Yeah, you should get to know them a little bit better. Maybe (laughs) you shouldn't be so judgmental all the time. Maybe you should give older men a chance. Yeah, movies, like life lesson movies for kids that are just like, be nice to old men. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i thought it was funny when uh the president's wife like he lies to her and then she goes just stick to what to telling the truth it's what you're best at and it's like well then he wouldn't have got elected if that was true yeah well he's obviously not the best at that he's no george washington <laughs> the man who famously could not lie george honorable nickname honorable washington do you think he really couldn't lie no, I think he lied all the time. Do you think he, George Washington was just like in math class in like grade five one day and he was like, uh, hey, I just want everyone to know I'm hard. Interest to full disclosure. I have a random boner right now. Yeah, there's a difference between not telling a lie and telling <laughs> everyone you have a boner whenever you have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I just wonder how far it goes. He's signing the Declaration of Independence like, gentlemen, this is a historic day. I am so fucking hard right now. <laughs> in well, the interest of honesty. Because in a court of law, you can lie by omission. You know what I mean? That's so, true. So you think it's... But, like, would he also be on the same <laughs> token just, like, letting you know when he's soft? Like, yeah. all right. He's soft now. (laughs) Always announcing this. That's probably what it was like. It probably wasn't like he didn't admit to cutting down a cherry tree because he probably didn't know how. You know, he was probably just talking about the state of his penis. Yeah, it was good. You know, my old fucking cherry tree. And he's like, oh, chop down. It's done. 
Yeah, maybe that was a euphemism for the first time he jacked off. Yeah, because it was the 1800s and they didn't have dick or wang yet. So yeah. they had to go with <laughs> your cherry tree. <laughs> well, that's what they would do in the old days, though, is like every saying, and they didn't have dick or wang. So every like fuck saying would be like, the wind whispered through her leaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, everything they were all was poetic. A, it was all a soliloquy until about <laughs> 1997. Yeah, and then, and then someone Big said, came out and he was like, I fuck her in the face till she dies. And uh, that's how we do it yeah, now. Yeah, now we've got culture ever yeah. since then. Ever since then, now we have male culture. Um, going back to the cigar celebration thing, as a guy who like doesn't smoke cigars regularly that seems like an insane way to celebrate something to me yeah like just hey come on guys let's all almost throw up (laughs) (laughs) job well done now try and stay standing up yeah let's hurt our throats and give ourselves headaches yeah let's all pretend to like this together that's why they have to wait until it's over because if they didn't uh, he would just get too dizzy to shoot anything that man that because like that was one part of them right at the end where they were like in in the alien spaceship they didn't know if they were going to get out of there or not they started smoking the cigar they should have just started throwing up everywhere they're doing barrel rolls yeah and like just Busting clouds. It'd be so funny watching an army guy like fight a whole battle, completely win it, and then on a field full of like massacred enemies, he lights up a cigar to celebrate, and then he just gets too much of a nick buzz. He's yeah. like, I gotta fucking sit down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's the thing that takes you out. Head between his legs, just <laughs> fucking trying to stop the spinning. I gotta ground myself right now. <laughs> Somebody give me some fucking water. I'm celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I did a great job today. Yeah. As a guy who will smoke a cigar anytime it's offered to me, I also don't see how it could be a celebration. No, it's it's that just is, not a good time. It's not a it's a challenge, is what a cigar <laughs> yeah. is. It's me trying to prove that yeah, I'm a guy who can smoke a cigar. A cigar is my version of going to war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for yeah, the battle isn't done until you've finished the celebratory cigar. I'm fighting for my fucking life in that parking <laughs> lot every time. <laughs> I don't know. Cigars are another thing that always look like good to me. They always, yeah. I like the idea of smoking something gigantic, <laughs> but like I don't enjoy the act or taste or any really any aspect of them at all. Yeah, you just like the size? I like the size. You like something gigantic and long and uh, cone. What's that shape? Cylinder shape? Yeah, cylindrical in my mouth, and yeah, I'd like yeah, it yeah. to be in there and you, smoldering. And you like when it has like a rounded tip at the end yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something that I can suck on a little bit, mm-hmm. and but for like a, 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 an extended period of time. Yeah. Do you use your teeth when you smoke a cigar? Uh, I mean, I, I think I've only smoked one cigar by myself, and absolutely I was using my teeth. Because I, I felt like Winston Churchill every time I do it. <laughs> I just like, you know, keep talking with it in my mouth, even though both my hands were free. <laughs> I just like the way it makes you feel. But like most of the cigars I've smoked have been in like circles with Marito. Yeah. And so, like, out of respect, I'm not going to fucking Churchill his cigar. Yeah, I was just trying to do a blowjob thing there. Oh, I see. Ladies and gentlemen, Kean and Brad Entertainment. Yep. I fucking... Man, the heat has really been <laughs> fucking with my brain. I couldn't even yeah. pick up a blow. And I was in it for like the other blowjob references. And well, yeah, threw that's that the one thing, at me. And I'm you like, were oh. with me the whole time. And, then, <laughs> and I, then I just fell off. I pull out teeth and you're like, I've never been a party to that. Well, no, I ha- all the blowjobs I get are, you know, really good and they don't have any teeth in them. So that joke did go over my head. Oh, well. It's because your dick's so small that it no. goes through the gap uh-uh. in their teeth. That's not why. <laughs> That's why it is. I no. Yes. Girls have been telling me that. 
That's not what I. A lot of the fans of the podcast, they get in my DMs. They're like, "Kian is the tiniest dick." I would ever. never have. I would never show any of our fans my dick. They said you've been showing it to them. They said you guys haven't even been fucking. You've just been showing people your dick. Like you go into restaurants and you're like, you get recognized and you're like, "Hey, you guys want to." You want an autograph or you want to man i was gonna pitch that as such a funny concept like man what what if we like worked on this podcast like really hard for like years uh just as a a vessel to show people our dick (laughs) and then we realized like oh that's what hollywood is yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) oh you mean the crystalia podcast the one yeah we can't just steal a bit like that oh you mean bill cosby's comedy career (laughs) that's just like man that's that's insane. Yeah, now that I'm looking at oh, it, that's the, so much work to just show somebody your dick who doesn't want to see your dick. Yeah, dude. Why didn't these people just become flashers? Yeah. Just like, that, cr- even cr- like Crystalia, you're not even talented. Yeah, bro. exactly. I don't <laughs> even like I don't like, like your stand up. You do the entertainment. But thing. you're you, undeniably excellent at grooming. You could have just been a groomer. You could have been Epstein. You could have. He could have been the frat boy Jeffrey Epstein. You're obviously in it for that. So, like, I mean, it's, like, the same as, like, people who, like, you know, they work their entire lives to just enjoy their retirement. And it's like, bro, you're wasting your life. Yeah. That's what Crystalia did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That guy really, uh, whatever. Shout out to him. Friend of the podcast. He didn't do anything. We'll have him on the podcast if he wants to be on. Yeah. He's on, <laughs> actually, right now. We just didn't give him a mic. You <laughs> said, you have to sit in the fucking corner and learn something yeah, today. Yeah, you got to think about what you've done. Yeah. What that <laughs> would be so funny showing up to a club like for a weekend that he's headlining and then the club owner just makes him sit in the corner on timeout. We'll pay you. We'll pay you your whole wage. Yeah. But yeah. It's still a hundred thousand dollars. But now you have to think about what you've done. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's our advice to all aspiring comedians. Like if you are really just in it to show people your penis because you're ugly and you think that maybe this will make girls fuck you. Either just become a rapper or just fully be a creep. Yeah, exactly. Stop doing this. Oh, I don't, I'm not that creepy. Yeah. If you are ever like in a comedy club and you find yourself being horny, get out of the comedy. Club. Yeah. Leave. Wrong feeling there, <laughs> guy. <laughs> You're supposed to either be fired up or sad. Exactly. No m- highs and lows. No <laughs> horny middles. That's not what we're looking for. <laughs> We should start a comedy club. We would have good rules. Yeah. Oh man, that I think we gotta no littering in your home club. Yeah. I like. Yeah, he punches the alien in the face and then goes, "Welcome to Earth," and then lights a cigar. I think that's how doctors should treat newborn babies. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. It's gonna be pretty hard. Yeah, and people are gonna smoke right yeah. next to you. Absolutely. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, kid. Just a doctor trying to explain the facts of life to a newborn baby. Yeah, here, now, you listen up. The mom's like, listen, I know I'm on a lot of drugs right now, but what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The doctor's, like, trying to explain to him how to change a tire. Yeah. He's like, I went to med- school, medical school for this. Yeah, what if he did changing a tire first and then changing a diaper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, one of these you're going to have to learn much more immediately. The other is going to be way more important over the course of your life. He's like, when you have a son, you'll have to change its diaper. But don't worry about your own diaper. But when you have a man, you're going to have to. Yeah, that's actually good advice. I've never had to change my own diaper. My cousin did. But that's because he wore diapers for way too long. Yeah. Eventually, your grandma stops wanting to change your diaper for you. What age was that for him? 
I don't remember. Was it after he got pubes, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to speculate. As you know, my family is... Uh, well, Fans of the I don't pod. Even, I don't even know if it's my family, but as you know, people in my family who shall remain nameless have historically gone a long time before they got pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous members of my family who uh, have asked to not be mentioned on the podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to know my favorite quote of the movie? What? The guy's like, love is all you need. John Lennon said that. Smart man. Shot in the back. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I also just remembered a memory that I think I repressed. What? Uh, when I, uh, The last time I wore a diaper. I now, <laughs> I now remember. Uh, I, it was on like a flight across. Like We were going to Ireland from Toronto, so it's like a seven-hour flight. Yeah. My mom made us all wear diapers. I was like eight. Like, I, I didn't need one. <laughs> like, I was perfectly comfortable going to the bathroom, but she's like, you're not going to want to get up. And I'm like, so I'd rather just piss myself and chill there for <laughs> six hours? What are you talking about? That's so <laughs> fucked up, dude. I don't know how I would handle having a memory of a diaper. I forgot about it completely. It, like, sometimes I have a dream. I have dreams about shitting my pants in a place where I can't, like, leave to yeah. change my pants. And, like, that feels like what a diaper is, like. If you're just conscious and you're sitting on a plane and you're just like, you know that you're going to have to do that. Yeah, I don't have to. Why don't it's I like that must it's must be the same feeling of like going up the incline on a roller coaster. Yeah. You're like, this is going to be unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like that's but that's like just how your day is up until you shit in your pants. And then that's like the downhill on a roller coaster where you're like, whoo, this then is pretty good. The other thing that like people don't want to discuss when we talk shitting our pants is like everything down there has nerves. Yep. So you're going to feel the shit. You feel it going everywhere. Squelching, squishing, slapping. I mean, I just think there's a more ethical thing than diapers that we could figure out. Hoses. Nobody should be <laughs> shitting on themselves. Like Nobody should have to do that. Even That's a baby, insane. dude. Like, pro-lifer guys are like, we care about the rights of babies. It's like, well, do you still put it in diapers? Because... Well, people kind of fucking batter and, like, fucking go crazy on their babies. They're like, oh, you won't remember it. So they just, like, circumcise it. Fucking, you see babies with their ears pierced. It's like, why does <laughs> why do they need to look that good? <laughs> They're just doing cosmetic alterations. Yeah, seriously. This guy He's... needs a diamond stud and no skin on the end of his wiener. Yeah, this baby's going to need a nose job later. And frankly, I don't want him to have to remember it. It'd be funny to give your baby a nose job like day one. Yeah, day one. Be like, oh, we You're can like, do better than that. I don't even need to think about this. Send it back. It's very clear how <laughs> fucked this is. <laughs> <laughs> You'll thank me later. <laughs> Oh, man. Giving um, your baby Botox to keep its youthful glow? Yeah. You're like, I want it to have a baby face forever. Yeah. You're just putting more Botox in Honestly, there? it's good. We're done. I don't think Botox is bad for you. Yeah? Yeah. That's how you feel? It's based on nothing, but it is how I feel. I don't think... It, I mean, medically, it's not that bad for you, but visually, it's very funny. I don't know. I met people who do Botox, and they look hot. 
to tell you the truth. I know some people who do it, and it goes well for them. And then I know people who have done it for too long, and then they look terrible. Well, yeah, it's like because that's the thing with it, Botox is there's really just like a very narrow window. Where it's, it's like gonna signing be a deal with the devil. It is. You know? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You're like, I'm gonna have a great twenty years. Yes. Yeah, but that's like I think that's a fine deal to make. Everybody's ugly when they're forty, anyways. Why not just fucking fully commit? Yeah. No, I mean whatever. And that's the thing with like people who get plastic surgery is you can still never tell how old they are. Yeah. Like, I mean, Joan Rivers towards the end. I didn't even know she was gearing up to the end. I thought she was just like, oh, dude, I would have gone here. Yeah. I mean, I said something respectful. But Rest I st- in peace, Joan. But I still th- I think she was hot. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. Way. But also in a way that you could never say how old she was. Like, she could have been 40. She could have been 100. I mean, I don't know if 40. She had like she white been hair, didn't she? 60. She could have been 100. That's a big window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's more accurate. But yeah, I mean, I have a hard time telling how old any old people are, though. Like, once you get white hair, I'm like, it could be anything. <laughs> you should start saving for the funeral, then. At that point, white hair? Call yeah. it. Yeah, as soon as my grandparents' hair turned white, I was just like, now I give you money on your birthday. I'm going to have to start coming to terms with some stuff real quick. Buy yourself a beautiful coffin. It's like $7. <laughs> All quarters. <laughs> Um, do you think our parents learned anything from this movie? How to do war against aliens when you're president? Yeah, I mean, I hope to God somebody picked that up also, from this movie. I think our parents learned that anytime the world is facing an existential threat, America will handle it. Because, like, this movie is, like, about a w- the world response yes. to these aliens, but you literally only see anyone else for one second. And guess who you see? The Brits and the Israelis. Yes. <laughs> the big two. <laughs> the big two. Well, I, and I also just love that the only time you see them is when the Americans are telling them what to do. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, fucking thank God. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, is that accurate? Probably. It's not. A, like, it's not. America is not going to save the world. Dude. They're the number one. America is world like place. Dr. Doofenshmirtz, and every other country is like Phineas and Ferb. And Canada is Candace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yes, you're right. Yeah, we're not, like, they're not fixing the world, man. They're just going to let that shit bang. But he all, Doofenshmirtz would always, like, he'd, he'd end up doing good accidentally i never so do watched you think, the show well that's from all the episodes i've watched every episode of that show okay. a lot of times and uh that's what happens in it so do you think <laughs> that it'll turn out that global warming and the military industrial complex and monsanto all end up being good actually and saving the day yeah in a glo- very roundabout strange way that nobody would ever predict here's what i think global warming will make it so hot that um we won't even need genetically modified plants because all the original plants will grow so good. Yeah. And uh, that will eliminate the need for the military because you won't be able to fight any battles because there'll be trees everywhere. And, uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, you're right. You're welcome. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> Let's keep going the way we're going. It's looking yeah. good. Yeah, but I do think it's funny that, like, everyone looks to America and, like, uh, I don't know, it's just... I, During catastrophe, it. everyone... we said like, it a fucking thousand times on here, but it's like they are bad yeah 
Well, I mean, I just like that everyone dumps on America for 90% of the time. And then during crisis, like, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> like, yeah, the whole world turned on America and then COVID hit and we were all like, please sell us masks. Yeah. <laughs> like, they still had the best response, even though they're fucked completely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were, they had some stuff going on. We still had to buy all our shit from them. So, like, I read job. something that, like, only 2% of the vaccines that they pledged to, um, like, poorer countries got delivered so yeah far. probably why would you i wouldn't <laughs> why would you yeah i mean if you're them fuck it if you're them if you're doing things as they would do them fuck it it's like why not just price gouge though like sell it for more money and then actually deliver it oh that would have been good i would have yeah. just like done a bait and switch been like yeah ten thousand five or you know millions of pfizers whatever and then like they open up the boxes and it's all like astrogenicas and johnson and johnson's <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's all heroin yeah i'd give yeah and like some heroin yeah it's like when sometimes that's how we're ending the opioid e- epidemic <laughs> we're just like fucking shipping that's it two out. birds with one stone yeah. bro because we get all the vaccines and all the heroin's gone exactly get it out of here <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think our parents, uh, after watching this movie, I think our parents learned to join the army. Yeah. I think that's it. I think this was... Join the army. It'll be fine. Come on. We're going to fight E.T. You're allowed to bring your wife and your kid to the army when you join it. If that, you survive, I like you'll get it. a cigar. It'll I, be chill. <laughs> I thought that part of it was really funny. Like, his, his wife and kid are just allowed to come live on base. Like, I don't think that happens in military bases. I think it is. it does sometimes. But I also... What I really liked more was the implied fact that that was always an option. That Will Smith always could have brought his kid and his <laughs> wife and son out to the military base and he just chose not to <laughs> i didn't even notice that yeah he's like he's like oh fine you can come out to the base with me <laughs> he's like the one time where the base is a target because the war is on our soil yeah 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 you can come it seems like he might not have liked his wife yeah in this movie. <laughs> that's really the subplot of this movie i feel yeah, because like all the other wars he was in, I'm sure were like what Iraq and the other imperial. Yeah, you know, real wars, Gulf War, overthrowing some sort of socialist government. Exactly, but it's like all places that it was out. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like in the only time the base might get attacked, he's like, "Come on over, bring the kid." Yeah, <laughs> 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 hmm. yeah, like. These movies always make war seem really easy because it's like you just hire like the most charismatic nerd that you can find. And then that guy just and always handles the it. problem. But then like so many people die and they're always just chill in these movies. Like at the end where because like the drunk pilot guy, the Vietnam vet who we were talking about earlier, he sacrifices himself at the end. He suicide bombs the aliens. Yeah. And that's what does it. That's what kills him. Yeah, and, imagine uh, if you were still, like, al- almost dead, like, fading out, and you just hear everybody over the radio being like, fuck yeah, best day ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just burning. <laughs> yeah, they say never go to sleep angry. What about eternal sleep? Yeah, but I, I, that was a very funny scene to me uh, right at the end where he, he killed himself, and uh, that part got me. But what got me even <laughs> further was uh, uh, his son was just, like, looking sad in the control room, and another guy was like, you should be proud of your father. And he was like, yeah, you're right. I should be. Yeah. He's he like just not com- even mourning. He's just like, you should be proud of your dead father. Yeah. Just fully changes his mood like on the spot. Yeah. It's like, you're right. There is no reason to mourn. I will never see my father again, but yeah. he died serving his country. This movie taught our parents that if your dad dies in the Air Force, it's good. It's good, actually. But if your dad dies 
in 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 the regular well i mean if he dies in no force at all it's bad yeah if your dad dies from anything other than a bullet or an alien he's a pussy and even if he got killed by a bullet he was arguably stupid yeah welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast um Do you think an alien invasion is the thing we need to unite the working class? Because the whole world rose up against the aliens. No, man. I think that's what the fucking ruling class needs to topple us. Because hmm. imagine, like, man, if aliens came, came, you think the working class is uniting? No, we're fucking... I mean, we're uniting to kill the aliens, sure. But, like, then what? We're just in the pocket of the elites who told us how to kill the aliens? Well, no, I think... uh We'd like sort of rise up and we'd be like, these guys are fucking a little weird and slimy too. And then we'd be like, just in case. Because I think that's what the whole the government is lizards thing was like back in the day when they were trying to sell you like everyone that's on still that. now. Well, I don't hear about it. I Some girl at my work was telling me candidly about that. She was like, you should check out some videos. You should check out. You know what's funny about those people is they always have a conspiracy website that you should check out, and they always know the URL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> Every fucking backslash and number it's, and it's dash. never a clean URL either. It's no. just like percent equal sign backslash search yeah. backslash alien dash conspiracy. <laughs> it's always, man, it's always a fucking dot WordPress address. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't believe anything on a free website. <laughs> Uh, what were we just talking about? Fuck. Uh, reptilians uniting the working class with an alien invasion. Oh, yeah, because I think they were trying to pitch the government as lizards thing to get us to rise up against the ruling class and, you know, get the aliens out of there. Yeah, it's just like you don't need to. I'll just rise up. You don't have to. But we need to sell it because that's the problem right now is like not enough people are sold on killing the government. That's true. I don't know. I think we should just try it once with one government and see how good it works. And then (laughs) (laughs) we'll just draw straws. (laughs) Let's just pick a country. Whichever country seems like the government would be the easiest to kill. And then we'll just it'll go fine, obviously. Mm -hmm. And everyone will follow suit. Absolutely. It's like the spread of communism in the East. But now it's just the spread of uh, overthrowing your governments (laughs) everywhere. The spread of murder in the West. Think about it. Consider it. I'm just... Listen, this is non-actionable. It's a parody. Uh, It's fair use legally. We can't be sued. And if somebody gets us on this, then, like, thank you for listening all the way to the end of the podcast. Yeah, but it's it's all that, but it's also something to think about. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of fat to chew on. That's all I'm saying. And that take, do you have anything else you want to add? Let me check. I just think it's funny that the alien spaceship has, like, the exact same seats as a human spaceship would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking bucket seats. Just it's, like, it's still, like, it works way better, but it's set up the exact same. Like, like, that's just American cockiness right there. Yeah, like, of course they would use the same seats as in a Dodge <laughs> Hellcat. We have perfected comfort. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, th- do you think an alien would think of something more ergonomic than Chevrolet? <laughs> the greatest corporation to have ever existed? You're lying to yourself. A Chevrolet is alien technology yeah every time i get into a chevrolet i'm like where where'd this come from what, what universe? universe did this impala come out of we're in the milky way this thing feels like it came from the water way <laughs> the yogurt way <laughs> what if all the galaxies were named after liquids milk drinks yeah the smoothie way <laughs> i would actually want to live there yeah that sounds like a way chiller galaxy 
Um, yeah, I can't really think of like a reason why I don't like this movie, but I don't, I don't like it. I felt like it was a little bit long. I enjoyed the action parts of it. It got me riled up for America, made me want to join the army. So overall, I did like this movie. Didn't need to be two and a half hours long, but I did like it. Um, I haven't seen the remake. I probably won't. It's very funny to me that Will Smith didn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not in the remake. That's good. I like. I just. It just feels like it was like the alien movies to me always just feel like a guy like wanting to write a hero's journey story and having no idea like at all. Yeah. Well, it's like the only way you can really make America be the underdog is if you introduce some sort of new external world empire that they have to now take you know handle yeah i guess that's fair i think it's just like what if there was what's the alternative like the british invade yeah come on and we're all just like all right let's fucking slap them I exactly guess. we can do a movie about aliens invading or we can do a movie about russians invading be funny if the british army only had knives too like the way that all their criminals don't have guns the whole army doesn't either yeah yeah i'd love that I'd love if the British still had bayonets and those fucking wide ass World War One tin hats. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I forget what I was gonna say. Something, whatever. Well, I guess that's the fucking podcast. Uh, we're too hot. I hope it gets colder. Thank I, you to comedy here often. Thank you to Tosan for not helping us with the podcast. Yeah, thank you for me and Brad for doing all the work. But check out Tosan; he's a good guy. For yet again carrying the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like bitter about how we, we have to carry our own show. Man, we have I'm, to do our own podcast. So, so fucking pissed about all these all these all these um things that I started Man, and decided is, to do. This is fucked. All my responsibilities I've given myself. All this contract that I signed. I'm fucking pissed about it. Yeah. So anyway, if any uh girls out there have air conditioning, let me come over. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Message us on Instagram. Give us a review on Apple. Send us your address. Thank you. Send us your address. We'll send you a postcard like (laughs) that creepy guy on Twitter. (laughs) Or we might show up to your house if it's close by enough. Yeah. Thank you.